Mar-a-Lago is raided. And we've just been raided on the podcast. I'm joined once again by a man who doesn't need an introduction, but he gets one anyway. American conservative theologian and political pundit, Garrick Wright, joins me. Garrick, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me again. <laughs> a little while since we've done this. Yeah. And Garrick, everything we're going to talk about today is Mar-a-Lago, the extraordinary day in American history and American politics on August the 8th, a day that will live in infamy, or maybe it won't be such a big day. We'll talk about it. And we'll also get into Mitch McConnell, Liz Cheney, the Erie County Fair, and probably some gay and trans stuff as we usually do. Yeah, I'm sure it'll come up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you want, we can get that out of the way. No, no, well, let's, let's, let's do Mar-a-Lago first. Okay. What, let's get through what we need to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Garrick, I'm sure everyone listening kind of knows the story here. The FBI raided the private residence of Donald Trump, the 45th president. FBI ransacked his house for nine hours. They went in Melania's underwear drawers. Yeah, when I found that out, I was like, <laughs> I wonder what they were doing in there. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they stole some of her panties. I imagine so. Yeah. I, I I imagine that some some of the people there were just taking just shoving their noses right in it. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So this is an extraordinary event. Uh, certainly, I don't remember ever a former president being raided by the FBI, and. Uh, I, I've got a, we'll say a game here if you want to play it. Uh, okay. Um, but we, would you have any initial reactions to what happened? I, I, well, I do have, to what you just said, right. uh, I'll uh, throw out the possibility that the FBI had uh, JFK killed. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at they didn't point, raid him. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost at this point, like, how, like, you don't think the FBI was involved in the killing of Kennedy? Like, maybe it was the CIA. We, you know, oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> but well, I'm sure it was one of those agencies. <laughs> the guy who started uh, the FBI, uh, Edgar J. Hoover, was um, well, basically a criminal himself. He was a cross dresser. He was, he was, yeah, he was yeah, into yeah. the gay stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's kind of the the legacy of the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> You will know a tree by its fruit. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. That's All right, Gary, so the, uh, the game here, <laughs> it's called Truth or Bullshit. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to read to you the reasons that were given as to why Mar-a-Lago was raided. And you can tell me whether there's truth to it, that's total bullshit, or maybe you think it's somewhere in the middle. Okay. So let's go with number one here. And you can play along too if you're listening. All right. The National Archives believes that Trump has classified documents that he should not have, and they want those documents back. And Trump has violated the Presidential Records Act, and this is clearly just a National Archives issue. Is that truth or bullshit? Uh, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the idea that the FBI would, would raid someone's, the president's house over because the National Archives wants a document back. <laughs> It took them uh, I don't know, a year and a half to uh, dis- discover that uh, they want these things. And then, yeah, while he's out of town, they... Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to say no. Yeah. 
That's a vote for bullshit. That was ludicrous when they came out with that. All right, option number two. Trump has nuclear secrets that he kept in his files. The government believes that he is selling nuclear secrets to our foreign enemies, and thus the FBI had to raid Mar-a-Lago to get those documents back. Truth or bullshit? <laughs> what? Bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah, the, every president has nuclear secrets. Right. <laughs> I mean... I mean, what's the secret? We have nuclear weapons. <laughs> if, if anything, Hillary Clinton let more nuclear secrets uh, spill on the debate stage the first time uh, yeah. she ran against Trump. Or, or well, okay, yeah. the time that she did. You know, saying that, uh, was it like seven minutes or whatever that you can, <laughs> from, say, from hitting the codes to actually yeah. launching. Uh, yeah, I mean... No, that's that's obviously bullshit. Again, a year and a half later, um, and these are the same people that made up the whole Russia thing. No, of course not. Yeah, right. And people have pointed out that the nuclear codes change when the you know they change. I guess daily. They that certainly change. You know when there's a new president. So it's the idea that Trump had secret codes that he was sending to China just insane. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just, just ludicrous again. All right, option number three. The documents exist at Mar-a-Lago, criminally exposed Trump in the January 6th proceedings, and therefore a subpoena or going through the regular channels would not have worked because Trump wouldn't have turned them over, so thus the FBI had to raid to get those January 6th documents. Bullshit, because the FBI orchestrated the January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and also because... I mean, they've had this ridiculous committee going on for a year, and um, what what secret document would Trump have relating to January 6th that would require an FBI raid? Like, it just... What? what does he have a document that says, I want to kill Mike Pence, handwritten in a note? <laughs> I mean, all that kind of stuff he says out loud anyway. <laughs> we already know. Yeah. All right, so we have three votes for bullshit. We'll go to the next option. The January 6th committee has nothing on Trump. In their hysterical rage, the Department of Justice and the FBI approved a broad search warrant in hopes of finding something, anything that could get Trump that can lead to charges. Ding, ding, <laughs> ding. So you believe that's true? Yeah. Um, now, the... Uh, search warrant, uh, yeah, that was released. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess you could consider it released. Uh, <laughs> you know, that that might suggest not, but of course we don't know because it's all blacked <laughs> right. out. So. It's redacted to protect the integrity of the investigation. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> come on. <laughs> You know, you, at work, you should turn like in like a project and just have it all redacted like that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, probably better than the actual job. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I fixed this. Redacted. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, you can't. You you would think that liars would be able to orchestrate this a little bit better, but um, right. no, it's pretty pathetic, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, since this all happened, apparently. First off, raids are supposed to be an absolute last resort. 
Yeah. You know, you're supposed to have a subpoena, and then you go through the lawyers. So you have to say to yourself, like, hey, did the government use every means possible to get these mysterious documents back? Well, of course not. They just they just raided because of who they are. And the search warrant has to be very specific. This search warrant, as you mentioned, is totally open-ended. They, I think the warrant said any document from January 20th, 2017. I was like, what? <laughs> like, literally every document? So... <laughs> That, From the point that you became president. Uh. Right, right. <clears throat> um, yeah, so I, I believe that there is some truth to it, but I actually not totally convinced it's related to January 6th, which gets us into our next point. So here is truth or bullshit. Trump took with him, when he left office, documents related to the Russia Gate, the 2006 spying. The release of those documents would be incriminating to the government and to the deep state. In desperation and fear, the deep state approves a raid at Mar-a-Lago in hopes of getting those documents back and destroying them. The raid was about limiting the government's exposure and Trump's leverage. Interesting. Very specific. I believe that's, I think that might be the most truth. Probably, because, you know, the whole thing with January 6th is, is bullshit. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah, it can't be anything with that. I, I suppose it could be just anything under the sun that mm-hmm. would hurt him. Um, but that sounds like it's something that could be, uh, could be the case, yeah. Yeah. To me, that makes the most sense because that would explain the desperation or the raid. Like, they're just so desperate to get these things back. They realize he has them. Oh, we got to... Shit, we got to cover our tracks here. Yeah. Um, I think that that's, that's a pretty good uh, thing. You know, the thing is, though, is that it's being a real estate mogul, um, you know, he has a lot of places that he could hide these things. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other part now, Garrick. Do you think that Trump made copies of those documents i don't i don't know i don't really know if he would do that or not i i i don't know i've heard too many conspiracy theories about how you know he's he plays 4d chess and all that right right it's like (laughs) never really some seems to come to fruition so i He always seems to be a, a sort of a victim of the people that he puts around him. So <laughs> right. I, I'm not really sure that I can, that I, I I'm not gonna hold out hope for it. Um, yeah. yeah. There, there is of course another part of the story. We don't know if it's true or not, but this is what came out that Trump and his lawyers were cooperating with this National Archives request. And that the FBI actually had visited Mar-a-Lago a month before and Trump showed him where all the documents were and everything was stored. And he also showed the FBI his safe. Hmm. And allegedly when the FBI went to go look at his safe, the safe was empty. So people are thinking that in some ways Trump has kind of hoodwinked the FBI, sort of almost saying like, here, guys, here's my safe where I keep all these special documents, and then when they show up, there's, no, there's nothing there. Yeah. <clears throat> it just looks bad on them. Right. <clears throat> uh, possibly. Um, the only thing, I, I don't know, because I, I, I do think about, um, you know, the American people and how uh, unimpressive they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, 
Yeah, I think a lot of people that, at least that I've spoken to, um, would probably just think, hey, they must have done it for some reason. They must have had a good reason. And, oh, no other president has had to have this, uh, you know, the FBI look into him like this. And so, um, but then again, I mean, that goes back to who are you trying to went over right. you're probably trying to keep your base and right right yeah right. so <clears throat> it, that that could be the case yeah it also goes to show you that how just how you said unimpressive just how dumb everyone is when it comes to this stuff they they still think the fbi is like the good guy that they see on their tv shows yeah and that you know all oh, the department of justice is independent of the executive branch and they don't care about politics they care about the law like oh my gosh like yeah. What morons. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing when Bush and Cheney were uh, at yeah. the helm. The, you know, the CIA was, you know, they were war criminals. And, you know, the, you know, the Patriot Act, the FBI was, was terrible. And, and now um, now from the left, it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, those, these are, aren't you a patriot? How, how can you not support the FBI? <laughs> <laughs> Like well, because they're a bunch of communists right. <laughs> and pedophiles. Yeah. Well, this story just keeps getting better, Garrick, because we have even more to talk about here. So, the uh, first off, the guy who signs the search warrant is a federal judge, or he's just called a federal magistrate. He is the lawyer for Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jeffrey Epstein, man, that guy got around literally. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it gets even better than that. <laughs> Not only was the lawyer for Jeffrey Epstein, this lawyer had to recuse himself from a separate lawsuit that Trump was suing Hillary Clinton for. So he was the judge there. He said, I can't, I have too many conflicts of interest. I'm an Obama donor. I know the Clintons, so I'm not going to take this case. So he recuses himself, says, I'm not going to do anything with this case. But then he signs the search warrant a couple weeks later <laughs> to Ray Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a, I don't really get how this works. It's like, aren't there any checks on the, on judges? It's like you have some, you have good judges and you have horrible judges. Right. It's like it, right. it just depends on who who you. Oh, daddy, one would say no, so I'm gonna go to mommy to say yes. Uh, yeah, that's uh, quite the corrupt system. Apparently, that's what they did. They shocked a federal judge. They said, okay, we think that this judge will just sign anything we put in front of him. What's well, that, Stacey Abrams? Uh, who is it? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Another part of this is that I'll ask you what you think of this. Some people have said that the FBI, and probably the government, was stunned that Trump made it publicly known that the FBI was raiding his house because most people, you know, for example, if your house was raided by the FBI, you wouldn't, you know, go out and knock at everyone's door and say, "Hey, the FBI is raiding my house!" Like, come on, everyone. You like you try to keep it a secret so that the FBI and the Department of Justice was actually shocked that Trump went public with it. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. Um, yeah, maybe he did uh, set them up then. <laughs> That's you know, I don't know if he's playing forty chess, but this kind of looks more like working out in Trump's favor actually. Some yeah. Ways. Well, it does seem, I, I assume if they had found anything of importance that we would know about it. You would think they would have been leaked already. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's why I don't think there's any documents that are actually damaging to Trump, because if they were, they would have already been leaked. Yeah. So it leads me to believe that it was, you know, the Russia thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, think, that's, I think that's legit. Yeah. Um, that's pro- no. I think that's more likely than anything else we've heard. Right. By far. Um, All right, so how about this big question? It seems at this point it would be inconceivable that Trump wouldn't be indicted. Uh, We talked about this on a previous podcast. I think we felt that he probably would be. Does this change anything? We still think he will be indicted? There's uh, somebody who... I think it might be Julie Kelly, um, but this lady on Twitter, she she talked about how she's uh, followed this whole January sixth thing for you know more than anyone else, and she said it is a guarantee that. You <laughs> um, right. So, <clears throat> um, I, I would imagine, yeah, but um, yeah, it's kind yeah. of interesting. I, if I were. Uh, you know, Steve Day said, if Trump has absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain by announcing his running for president right now. So, and I'm kind of surprised that he hasn't. Yeah, I mean, I think he was waiting until after the midterms. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe that's still his plan, but I, I think that someone I read on Twitter, some lawyers on Twitter, however accurate they are, I think this one is accurate. He, he more or less said, remember that if they're going to indict Trump for this raid, they would have to disclose the documents publicly, what they took. Mm. And if it's related to the Russia thing, they're probably not going to indict him for that because then they would have to release those documents that shows their own criminality. Yeah, but yeah, that is kind of funny. Um, right. <laughs> oh, it's, it's sort of like. Uh, do you remember the whole thing with uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed um, in two thousand nine or so? Um, <clears throat> he was about you know the mastermind behind nine eleven, and you know should he be brought? Uh, should be he be brought before the um, a uh, military tribunal? Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, for, yeah. Or should it be a criminal? Uh, uh, court proceeding, and they're like, well, if you bring it into regular court, uh, they'll give them a chance to spew hatred of the United States. <laughs> That's like, you know, you, I don't know why, I just thought of it when you were yeah. saying, well, if that happens, you know, you, they, people get to see all of the evidence. It's like, oh, maybe he didn't do it then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hadn't thought about that, actually. <laughs> Wouldn't it be something if 9-11 was an inside job the whole time? <laughs> no, that sure would be something. <laughs> ben Laden's like, I live in the fucking mountains. How the hell did I blow up the airplane? Like, oh. I can barely walk. I'm just staying around here taking smelly shits all the time. <laughs> yeah, where did they go to the bathroom? They, I mean, they didn't have indoor plumbing in Afghanistan, so... Uh, well, I've seen. I've been to China in the rural parts. Uh, yeah. You dig a hole and... And you bury it, or you just dig a hole. You dig a hole. <laughs> and I wouldn't want to fall into that hole. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> a lot of bacteria, believe me. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah. <clears throat> wow, that's nasty. Yeah. 
<laughs> Speaking of that, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, did you hear like a couple of weeks ago that the U.S. announced they had killed Ayman al-Zwahiri, who was the fat Egyptian doctor? He was like the number three of Al-Qaeda and we could yeah. never find him. Yeah. And now he's dead. And I guess people are like, yeah, he's not dead. He, he, he's just making it up. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or who cares? Right? <laughs> right. It is like because twenty years ago that would have been a huge story. Now that nah, we don't care anymore. Yeah, it's a lot more afraid of my own government. Right. right. <laughs> Took twenty years to find the guy. Yay! <laughs> All right. Well, Garrick, let's just say Trump is indicted. There are people on the media, of course, who think that you know Trump will be indicted. Then. He'll be thrown in jail and he'll be convicted and it'll all happen in a week's time. The reality is that prosecuting a former president might take potentially, if not months, years. I would think so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at yeah. R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when did that even start? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that started back in 2002. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like... Because some people say, well, the reason they want to indict Trump is to prevent him from running again. Mm -hmm. And so they want to throw him in jail. But the reality is that he probably would not be in jail before November of 2020. I mean, you're going to have the grand jury and jury selection. And they're going to argue over what can be admissible in court. And there's going to be appeals. And I'm sure they're going to try to go to the Supreme Court. Like, it's, it's not going to be like a one-week thing. Right. Um but I suppose I could tie him up with all of that stuff. Yeah, if he has to make court appearances, and I, I don't know, maybe, yeah. But then again, he could go on the campaign and just start talking about the bullshit process. Right, just, right. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I, I don't know if they even know what they're going to do yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. As of right now, I mean, maybe just chaos is what um, part of the plan is here mm -hmm. um, even if they don't pull the trigger at least they create chaos right um, and they could say what about the stability of Biden versus <laughs> 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 yeah I, I have no idea what goes through these people's minds uh, <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> you know I, I think I think if nothing else trying to create as much bad bad press for him as possible um, but, you know, he is the person who coined the phrase, there's no such thing as bad press. Right, that's very true. Yeah. And he gets a lot of bad press. Makes <laughs> <laughs> more bad press than anyone in history. He's still standing, pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, so he might be right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Garrick, one of the interesting after effects of the raid was even the Republican establishment sort of came out and made statements about criticizing the FBI for example, Mitch McConnell, not that it was a strong statement, but he, he sort of demanded an explanation. And Lindsey Graham said there must be an explanation. And We're going to get to the bottom of We're going to get to the bottom of this. Do you think that the FBI misjudged the reaction to this since it, even the Republican establishment kind of came out and was like, what the hell are you doing? Well, I, I'll i say this. I saw that Dan Crenshaw is going around <laughs> talking about how people are nuts for saying that we should defund the FBI, and um, so I, I think all I think they said what they had to say, but I think that's about as far as it's going to go. So yeah, I, I don't think the FBI is concerned about the establishment. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Yeah, they're probably not. Um, I'd like to think, though, that... I guess it doesn't matter. I'd like to think in a, in a better world that even a Republican establishment would say, wait a second, like, you're politically coming after our party and our members. Like, this shit has to stop. But maybe not. Maybe they're happy for the members to be prosecuted, so... Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I find that uh, Mitch McConnell less and less is putting up a good front. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. some of the other people still pay some nice lip service. Um, but, right. yeah, I mean, tell that to Pedro Gonzalez. He, he no. has absolutely no respect for the establishment. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't hold back, so. <laughs> no, he hates Republicans. <laughs> and I don't blame him. <laughs> right. Well, just a couple of other tidbits about this ridiculous situation, and then we can move on. So first off, apparently the president has the power to declassify anything that he wants. There could be a pile of documents on the table. He could say that's declassified. He doesn't need anybody's approval. Hmm. So the idea that Trump you know, has classified documents, you know, it doesn't make, you know, it doesn't really work if you're going to say that the president can just declassify anything. Yeah, but the fact that, that, I mean, former president, so... Right, so then the question is, okay, did he take a document with him that wasn't declassified? Mm-hmm. But then people would say, well, if he doesn't need anyone's permission, couldn't he be said, well, he was walking out the door, everything is declassified? You know, it's... Mm-hmm. But the other part of this, too, is uh, one of the lawyers for Gorshik, who clerks for him, had said that there was a court ruling that said that the president has the absolute power to determine what's a federal government document and what's a personal record. Huh, interesting. So the president could say, this, these are all my personal records. They don't belong to the government. They belong to me. Hmm. That's interesting. It is interesting. I'm sure that even if they pointed that out in a trial, they wouldn't rule in Trump's favor. But Well, that's the thing. Like, all of these uh, technicalities... That might work for uh, a Bill Clinton, but it's not going to work for Donald Trump. <laughs> right, right. I, I think, honestly, I think it's just the deep state that determines what is classified and what isn't. <laughs> really makes you uh, feel good about our democracy, right? Yeah, it's a, it, it's a threat to our democracy, our way of life. All right, well, we'll leave this topic. I'm going to make a prediction, and you can make your prediction. I'm actually going to go out on a limb and say Trump is not indicted. I don't, think they're, I don't think they're going to do it. I think it would be too much political blowback. I don't think they want to actually release the documents that they took. And January 6th, it's not even clear what crime Trump committed. They just want to hurt him politically. So I'm going to say no indictment. I'm going to agree with you. Oh, all right. Okay. Because, um, yeah, I mean, he didn't do anything wrong. Okay. And well, so it doesn't help them to, yeah, I don't see how it helps. Them. Yeah. He, he, uh, he, he wakes up in the morning. That's what he did wrong. But, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but actually, uh, this is the really final thing. Then we can move on to the next one. Uh, the only thing that disqualifies someone from running for federal office is impeachment. In theory, Donald Trump could be sitting in a jail cell, run for president. He could win the presidency, 
be inaugurated and immediately pardon himself. Hmm. Oh, that would be kind of fun to watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that would make all of this worthwhile. <laughs> People are saying, well, oh, he's indicted or he's in jail and he can't run for president. The Constitution specifically says the only thing that disqualifies you from running for federal office is in the impeachment process. Huh. And Congress can't make a new rule or new legislation to say, well, no, that's not really what it is. It's something else. Yeah. So, oh, interesting. So that would, what would be interesting if Trump ran from jail? That would be. I wonder what it would be like for him in jail. <laughs> not good, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, he should ask for solitary confinement. I'm sure they would have to, well, I don't know. You would think they'd have to give it to him, right? He would, you can't put him in a general population. I mean, he tried to release all those people, so maybe they'd like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Trump, my man, Trump. <laughs> yeah. I was going to get out and vote for you. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, speaking of voting, Liz Cheney was obliterated in her primary. Yeah. I think we all enjoyed that. I think that's, like, sort of funny is she said that like Donald Trump's a threat to democracy and it's like you literally got killed in your own primary like the voters rejected you isn't that the foundation of democracy like yeah no democracy is only when it works in the favor of the deep state right. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that Liz Cheney really thought that she was going to be the new leader of the Republican Party or do you think that she just for whatever reason, has so much hatred for Donald Trump that she just went down this path. I, I can't, like, you know, I don't think she's stupid, so I don't think, you know, I think that she had to know that this was going to happen. And right. Yeah, I, I, I have to believe that she's doing it to make money. Yeah. Um, to get on CNN or whatever. Why you'd want to be around those people? I, don't know. <laughs> I guess she could be the new Brian Stelter. I was say he, he left. He's gone. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't know, Brian Stelter is this. He's. I think he might be our age, but he's like totally bald, and he looks like he's fifth. Well, maybe forty, but is he's pretty fat, short. Um, I don't know if he's gay, but he definitely looks and sounds gay. Yeah. He has sort of a Joker smile. Uh Um, I don't care for his voice. (laughs) Um, All all around a very unimpressive man. I don't think that he made for a very good TV host. He couldn't even make it on CNN. Yeah. I mean, he was there for a while. He was. I don't know why they decided to, uh, to fire him. It's like, well... Yeah, he sucked for a long time. What What's so different about today? <laughs> They're making room for Liz Cheney. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think someone on Twitter had said that they, uh, they've been behind the scenes with the Cheney family, Dick Cheney, Liz Cheney. They are, they are delusional. They really think that they are, their shit doesn't stink and that they are amazing and that hmm. they're like the cream of the crop. So it could be that Liz Cheney is just delusional. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, hey, Dick, uh, yeah, I think he probably is evil, but. uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, he's he was the most hated man in, in America, and I guess doesn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> you shot someone, Dick. You shot your friend with a shotgun. Yeah, that was his friend. <laughs> Imagine what he thinks about us. <laughs> Do you think Liz Cheney runs for president? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why these people do this. I, uh, well, I, I guess it's to 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 get credit so that they can be on more shows and all that. I don't know why somebody who gets like half a percent of favorability in a straw poll is suddenly <laughs> has credibility. But I mean, yeah. I think I could get half a percent. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I. It could be all about money. Maybe if she sees the money, the payday in running for president. But she would, as polling has come out, at least the polling that I trust, she would take more away from the Democrat than she would from Trump. Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean... <laughs> there, there's no Trump supporters that I love Donald Trump. Oh, now let's go vote for Liz Cheney. You know what <laughs> Yeah, and then, you know, even people that aren't crazy about Donald Trump doesn't mean that they like Liz Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> she's not a likable person. No, she's not. She's not. It's like Hillary Clinton. It's like you can't win because no one likes you. You are you have a personality that doesn't resonate with people. <laughs> That's what Rush Limbaugh always used to say. Yeah. About. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about you could say that at certain jobs, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sure could. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Well, someone who doesn't resonate is Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Mitch McConnell, leader of the Republicans in the Senate. There's a Senate race in Arizona, and it was just announced this week, Eric, that Mitch McConnell is going to be withdrawing advertising for the candidate Blake Masters because Masters is a MAGA candidate. And it's just to me, it's like he's he would literally want to be in the minority in the Senate, he's gladly losing the seat to the Democrats as long as there's not a MAGA candidate. That's what Mitch Connell wants. He wants to be in the minority. He just doesn't want to deal with a certain type of Republican. He would rather be in the minority. Yeah. Well, um, you know, yeah, it shows the disdain that he has for the base. Um, You know, Karl Rove, I remember... uh, it was after uh, 2010, the uh, midterms, and um, he had said something like, "Yeah, you know, we we we've tried the uh, we've tried the crazy conservative thing. It didn't work out so well." You know, he was referring to a lady in Connecticut yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's like, well, they they destroyed <laughs> the Democrats in in that year, right? So yeah, I. I Imagine that he doesn't. He knows that people don't like him, or that his politics don't really resonate, and so right. um, he doesn't want to show that people can win when they're representing Mega. Yeah, that's right. He he would rather lose the seat than have to admit that a different type of Republican can win. Yeah, and that's disgusting. And he's a disgusting man. He is a disgusting man. It takes a lot of money from China. 
Oh, he takes their women too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oof. Elaine Chow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tucker was talking about this whole thing with McConnell, you know, not liking certain Republican candidates, and it was sort of in, of course, the Tucker Carlson voice and his his mannerisms. <laughs> but he's like, Mitch McConnell just wants to go on Fox News and complain all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> It's like, wow, Tucker's an employee of Fox News, and he even says that, you know? Yeah, I know. If that guy didn't have uh, the <laughs> the ratings that he did, oh, man, he would be kicked off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, well, let's hope Mitch McConnell is wrong and on election night, which will be coming up soon. We'll have another election night event, Garrick. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> we usually don't do too well, but, you know. Well, the midterms we usually do. <laughs> People are very upset with uh, the Democrats, and so we, we, <laughs> we clean house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, uh, we'll see what happens that night. Well, Garrick, I want to go back to this prison thing for a moment. <laughs> because I was thinking about, of course, the FBI. The FBI raiding Trump's house, and I was thinking what would happen if the FBI raided my apartment. Oh, dear. And, you know, I'd, I'm sure they would find something. They would plant something on my computer, you know child porn or whatever it is and I, let's say I go to prison and let's just say in prison that I have to become somebody's bitch to survive <laughs> and then I get out and I think we've talked about this before let's say I get out would you say well Adam you know you're gay now because you did what you had to do in prison uh well I think it depends if um, would you continue on that lifestyle? I hope not. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, you do it long enough, you kind of convince yourself that uh, you enjoy it. And, oh. I mean, to me, that would be the ultimate test. So you, would, you wouldn't say, you know, Adam, you're a fag now, as soon as I get out of prison. You would say it'd have to be, it, it would have to, I would have to intend to want to do it more, basically. I, I, I would ask how you feel. <laughs> well, Garrick, I can't walk. How do you think I feel? <laughs> I don't walk for three years. Um, uh, you know, are you attracted to men? You know, are you wearing? You know, does your does <laughs> your oppressor make you wear like an earring and uh, <laughs> dress in a oh, certain God. way? And you know, are you still doing that? And um. Uh, you know, I, I, I think it all depends on that. And if, if you basically seem to be okay with being effeminate and, and being, uh, you know, a bottom, then uh, yeah, I'm going to call you a fag. (laughs) (laughs) Like I I have this like big party, I get out of prison or something and you're just like, oh, you're a fag Adam, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you you get out of prison and you you have like a a penis shaped uh, oh, cake or something. <laughs> like, hey, everybody! <laughs> I, I I hope that never happens. Let's just leave it at that. But oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I think what I was trying to get at the point of the question. Was, <laughs> I thought I answered the point of the question. <laughs> 
was does a homosexual act make you gay or is it the sort of lifestyle and the intention like what do you want to do it you know what I mean, makes you gay so well I mean I think if, if it's something you enjoy something you lost after yeah okay um, but just surviving in prison <laughs> wouldn't really constitute an official label as being gay <laughs> I don't know. I really. Don't. <laughs> You're struggling with this question. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope I never have to. <laughs> oh God. Well, it's hard to think about. I, <laughs> it's quite the rock and a hard place kind yeah. of thing. We'll see what Matt Walsh thinks. Yeah. <laughs> I usually defer to him on these types of questions. <laughs> Well, Garrick, our last topic that I have here today is the Erie County Fair. Yeah. A, America's Fair in Western New York. And, you know, I went as a kid. I've gone a little bit as an adult. And every time I'm there, I'm like, why in the world did I come to this thing? Yeah. It's just filled with, you know, as, as Hillary Clinton would say, deplorables. Yeah. yeah. Some really strange looking people obese people and oh. you know what 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 do you sort of think about when the fair is is that something you're looking forward to every year um well you know now that i'm a, a dad it, it's it is enjoyable to take you know my daughter there and 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 see the animals i have a lot of animals she really enjoys that um you know, I, we talked about the food there. Just, you know, there are like a hundred or so tents. I, well, I think even more than that. Uh, you know, it's probably yeah. 200 tents. And, um, you know, that's, do you want uh, do you want this sandwich for $15? Or do you want this, uh, this pulled pork for, for $20? And, you know, it it's, seems like it's all going to be very good but there are just so many options it's so expensive right. and and i couldn't make up my <laughs> mind on anything and so i didn't get anything and um but you know it's it can it can be uh, it can be a little bit fun um right i don't really understand the point of it <laughs> really, that's awesome. i don't know why they have fairs but i'm assuming back in the day before electronic entertainment it was just sort of like something to do yeah something to do and yeah you know. that's kind of how I, I i agree with that yeah you, know, you have you have the zoltor right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever and yeah. yeah yeah do you imagine that being your job though being a carny and just going from fair to fair and working your stand or your, your animal or whatever it is that would make me feel like a real loser <laughs> 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 oh, Garrick, you're looking down on those people. Well, yeah. <laughs> there was a guy at the fair last year when I went. He was one of those people with his legs are like twice the size of his body. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, he was wearing these socks that were up to his knees, and the embroidery on the socks said, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's, that's the kind of people you see there. So, yeah. well, low class, uh, 
Low-class people representing Western New York. <laughs> oh, 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 you can say that about Western New York, Gary. Oh, it's so great here. <laughs> so so great here that uh, the governor wants all Republicans to leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, as you said, you would agree with that, and we might as well leave if we could. But Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those of us who are married can't, but, uh, you know, if our wives don't want to. But Yeah. Well, you know, just keep trying, you know. Yeah, I'll keep trying. <laughs> Tell her you could never live on a farm in West Virginia somewhere. That sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, I think that wraps things up. Let us know what you think. We're happy to respond to your comments. And we'll see what happens. We live in a brave new world, exciting times, terrifying times, and who knows, maybe I will be doing this podcast from prison in the future. So, Yeah. Wondering if you're gay or not. Right. <laughs> I'll, I, I, just, I don't know why I remember this, because my mind is messed up, but uh, there was one time I, I think I asked you if you were going to prison, would you want to sort of be broken in ahead of time? Oh, you've asked me that all the time, <laughs> And I remember you said no, because what if my roommate's cool or something? Yeah. <laughs> my roommate. <laughs> that's pot, you know. <laughs> hey, my, that's possible that I could go to prison. My cellmate is a cooler person than uh, my roommate in college. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost guaranteed, so. Yeah. So. All right, folks, we'll see you next time.